this fundraiser is how we raise money for scholarships for our students. This money allows us to ensure that our students do not incur student loan debt. We're very intentional about checking our students' accounts, making sure that students who have intentions of taking out loans were able to offset those costs and make sure that they don't incur that debt. And so these funds allow us to do that. It allows us to pay for students' books, you know, send our students to conferences or, or different field trips, these study abroad activities that we talked about. And so this is our premier fundraiser event, not just for our scholarships, but for our programming funds as well. So it's definitely something that our college community has been very invested in in supporting us. The program's been in existence since 2000. So, you know, this is definitely a long-standing tradition here at the college and way that folks can support our program. Hello and welcome to Live with Chris, an interview podcast where we can learn and grow together. I am your host, Chris Oviedo, and I want to thank you for joining me today on the first Live with Chris of 2023. I'm really excited to be here with you today. Today, we're going to dive into the Silas Craft Collegians Program. And the Silas Craft Collegians Program is a unique program. It's a linked course learning opportunity that focuses on student success and community. And we're going to explain what this really means here in a moment with my two guests. But this program was named after Dr. Silas Kraft, a Howard County educator who deeply believed in access and opportunity for all. And to learn about this program today, I am joined by HEC's Acting Associate Vice President of Learning Engagement and the Director of the Silas Craft Program, Candace DePass, and HEC's Assistant Director of Silas Craft Collegians Program, Angela Phillips. Thank you both for being with me this morning. I know that both of you have long-standing careers here at HEC, that you guys have served in multiple capacities around our college. But the one thing that I have to say that has not changed and maybe has actually gotten deeper and better is that stronghold, that inspiration that you guys have and that commitment that you bring to your jobs to ensure student success. So thank you so much, both Candace and Angela, for being with me today. And let's let's go back to the definition, right? That, that very mouthful definition that I started reading here for listeners, for viewers about the Silas Craft Collegians Program, a linked course learning community. So Candace, let's start with you and tell us, tell us more about that linked course learning. What does that mean? Sure, sure. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for the invitation to join you. We're excited to, to be here and it's an honor to be like your first guest of 2023. It's amazing. So <laughs> There are many different kinds of learning communities, right? And so there are residential learning communities, there are living learning communities, coordinated studies. So there are all different types. And here at Howard Community College, we have two what we call linked course learning communities. And that refers to a cohort of students. So kind of a team of students, a group who are taking two or more courses led by faculty members who really kind of work together on the curriculum. They integrate the curriculum. They kind of build on the learning objectives across all of the courses and really kind of have that wraparound kind of learning objectives and community experience for the students who are taking those courses. And for students who are in Silas Craft, there's a sequence of up to six one credit seminars that 
graduate students in our program will take that really revolve around college success, motivation and resilience, transition and life skill application, critical thinking, teamwork and interpersonal skills. And so all of these different themes are things that the three instructors and cohort managers in the program We work together, we make sure that these learning objectives across all six seminars are aligned and kind of build on those assignments and learning objectives together. That's great. Thank you for explaining that because I know that, you know, when you first look at it, it's not self-explanatory. And I know before we came online, we were talking about the uniqueness of this program and how it's really for everybody who wants to enhance that student experience, right? It's it's not one of those programs that you look for when you are having trouble with your classes. And it's not necessarily either one of those programs that you look for when you're excelling in your classes. It's really this middle place, this good place to enhance that educational And that community aspect of the program as well is really important in attaining that goal. So Angela, please talk to us about that community part of the program, right? What does that look and feel like for our students? Sure. Thanks again for having us. We look for opportunities to share about our program. And so community is the heart of the Silas Craft Collegians program or any learning community. And so we are very intentional about making sure that we create opportunities for our students to come together from all three cohorts, whether it's in our study sessions that we have weekly or in our monthly colloquiums where we have all of our classes come together for a special programming. And then we create enrichment opportunities just to have fun that, you know, create opportunities for our students to come together really get to know one another and just enjoy the aspect of community and developing relationships because those relationships are important, an important part of the college experience. Yeah, I think the other piece too, in addition to everything that Angela mentioned, we also have like a larger community that exists outside of our community college. And so, you know, to your earlier point, Chris, you mentioned Dr. Kraft, right? You know, the an educator and an activist in Howard County, who was one of the pioneers who led the opening of Howard County's first senior high school for African-Americans, Harriet Tubman High School. He was also principal of Cooksville School, the junior high school here in Howard County for African-Americans during that segregation period. And so we've really worked on establishing some really strong partnerships in the Howard County community as it relates to that history. So the Howard County Center of African-American Culture is actually one of those initial partners that we've really established. So now we actually have collegians in there, our senior collegians who are engaging in an internship, really making sure that they have a presence and are kind of giving back and serving and really connecting deeply with that history and that Black historical legacy in Howard County. And so that's really important, right? Because, you know, there's so much beyond the Silas Craft legacy and history outside of HCC. And so I think it's also thinking about how do we engage with those partners? How do we engage with the different community members and folks who are also connected to Dr. Craft in that same way and really expand on that legacy? And that's the beautiful part about it, right? That community, you know, inside our school, with our students, amongst our students, but then also taking it outside because that's really what we're building here at HEC is we're building that community for success for our students, but we want to make sure that they know that they're part 
not just of the college, but of the community at large. And it's programs like the Silas Craft that really bring that point, you know, to the max by creating these opportunities for our students to not only come and take that class and check that box that's necessary for graduation. I share with Candace before we came live, I did that. And I look back and I'm like, I missed up in so many, so many opportunities that are close and dear to my heart. Like I would have loved to take in one of the spring breaks that we offer here, the non-traditional spring breaks, you know, the opportunities to serve through that and, and just connect with my teammates better, connect with the students that I would not normally connect in the school better, uh, get to know more people and just really get other experiences, travel abroad and go and study. You know, like there's just so much happening here at HEC. I didn't take advantage of it. And I look back and I'm like, I really just went into college, did what I needed to do, got out and I think that I didn't I didn't get everything that I could have for the education that I was paying for. I got a very good education, but it would have been even more enhanced and I would have gotten more. I would have gotten some of those intangibles that you don't get in the classroom, right? If I had connected with these other programs, but I blocked myself of the opportunities and I don't want people to do that. So And we build those and, things and, into the program too, Chris. We build yeah college involvement so that they are doing just those things you talked about as part of the community, right? They're going to volunteer, whether it's in the food pantry or doing service learning projects or taking advantage of study abroad. And so all of those things are built into the Silas Craft Collegians program for that very reason that you're describing. Because we don't want the students to miss out. We understand that we're here for the education, but there's a lot more that makes that wholesome education. And that's what we want our students to be. We want them to be not only prepared in the classroom, but prepared to really you know, go and help your neighbor to really just be part of yes. the community. So Candace, with that understanding of that's, you know, the heart of what Silas Craft is, who is the right candidate? Who should be applying for the Silas Craft Collegiate Program? Yeah, that's a good question. And I feel like every time that I answer that question, I tend to reference these two sort of broad categories that students in our program typically fall in or prospective students typically fall in. So one, and sometimes it's both, right? It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both. Many of the students who apply to Silas Crafter who would be a good fit are students who are really looking for community, right? So these are students who, you know, whether or not you really do need support or, you know, maybe you're first generation college student, but really you're just looking for community. You don't want to navigate your college experience alone. You want to make sure that you have have a community of other students, like-minded peers who you can take classes with and connect with. And so you really just want that community of support as you're navigating your college experience. And or it could be students who really need that accountability, right? So maybe you're a student who maybe you really struggled in high school, or maybe, you know, you feel like you might be overlooked by the traditional college admissions process in terms of your GPA not being so high or your test scores not being so high and you really just are looking for a second chance, you're coming to HCC, and you really want accountability to make sure that you meet your academic goals. And so students in our program typically fall into one or both of those categories. And even if we do have students who, you know, again, maybe GPA, test scores, et cetera, may not have been so strong, the critical piece is that students have to be willing to do the work. So no matter what category students fall in, there's a certain expectation that we have of the students students who join our program, that they're going to be committed and investing to doing better, 
to growing and really making sure that they make the most out of their experience here at HTC with the support that we provide. I love that because what I just heard is, is for anybody who wants to have a community of support so that they can do better. Like that's what I heard in a nutshell is just for anyone and everyone who just wants to have that support and that accountability, that self-accountability to just do better. Angela, let's talk about, you know, what it looks like. Let's talk about, you know, what that semester, you know, maybe somebody's thinking, okay, but how is this different, right? What kind of commitment is this going to take? What is my semester going to look like? If I'm trying to accomplish my degree, I already have all of these classes. Are you guys going to require me to take these additional classes or is it all built in? Tell us a little more about, you know, how you guys accomplish this experience. And so typically students enter our program coming out of high school. And so they'll start their Silas Craft experience going to pre-orientation in the summertime. And so that helps them get them acclimated to the, the campus, to the college environment. They get to meet their cohort colleagues and the relationship building starts right from the, the point that first day in pre-orientation. And from there, the first year cohort in particular, they will take most of their general education credits together in Silas Craft sections of math and English speech. We um, last fall started a CMSY 110, which is the software applications course, which is a skill set many of our college students need. So you're learning about you know, WordPerfect, and I'm dating myself, but Microsoft Word, Excel, PowerPoint, all of those things that you really need to move forward in your college courses. So they'll take those courses together as well as each cohort year takes six, their six seminar courses. So two each academic year that the students will take together. And these six seminar courses really focus on college success in a nutshell. In the, you know, in the first year, you'll focus on study skills and just transitioning to college. In the second year, you will focus on, you know, personal growth. And then the third year is, you know, career readiness, transitioning, you know, out of college. And that's for those students that go into a third year in the Silas Craft Collegiate Program. Thank you for that. I was reading as you were answering all of the quotes that you have on the back behind you. And I'm like, that's, I feel that that's your job that, you know, you're telling it to all of the students and that's really the messaging of the program. So with that, Candace, you know, why should students then consider and say, I know we've talked about the benefits of it, right? But when somebody's sitting there and thinking, I just want to graduate, I just want to get my degree, I want to farther my career, why should they you know, take a beat and actually really seriously consider joining the Silas Craft Collegiate Program. Yeah, I think because of all those reasons that you just mentioned, right? Students who join Silas Craft do so because they want to make sure that they're able to meet those goals and objectives, whether it's academic or professional. And so if you're a student who is really trying to be intentional about making sure that you get into the transfer institution of your choice, um, or if you're a student who you really want to make sure that you get the credential that you need to enter the workforce. And you really want to be thoughtful about your professional brand and making sure that you have the skills and abilities that will really make you competitive in the workforce. These are the kinds of things that we really build into the program. And then the other piece, too, is that we're very high touch. And so not only are you engaging in these courses and these seminars, but you also have a team 
of cohort managers and mentors who are meeting with you on a biweekly basis. We're monitoring your academic progress. We're checking in. We're meeting with your faculty. We're finding out how you're doing. And so, you know, it's really making sure that on the journey to you reaching your goals, getting and earning your credentials, et cetera, that you're staying on track, that we're making sure that you have the resources and the support that you need. And to be clear, I want to make sure that we also mention as far as the courses, these aren't extra courses. So the Silas Craft Seminar, um, again, students will take at most six, depending on how long they're here at HCC. But the first three credits of those HMDV, the Silas Craft Seminars, count towards our Info 100, our Information Literacy 100 course. So students get a course substitution for taking those three seminars. And then the general education courses that Angela was mentioning earlier, those are courses that students will have to be taking anyway, right? So the difference is that you're taking those classes only with collegians and with an instructor who knows and recognizes that you're in the program and is providing that additional support and making sure that you're successful and they're meeting with us and providing that feedback loop. So these are not extra courses. These are the same courses as students will be taking anyway. They're just taking a Silas Craft section. And so, you know, you want to join Silas Craft because you really want that high-touch experience. You want to make sure that you meet your goals and, you know, you have that additional support to make sure that you do that. You have your cheerleader and your advocate as part of your team right there with the Silas Craft Collegian. Yeah. And I know that our teachers here at HEC do their best to support our students, but you are entering Absolutely. into a program that it's designed for that. So that's what you're that's looking right. for. If that's what you need as you're trying to succeed in your career, the Silas Craft Collegian Program is the right program for you. Angela, please let everybody know how to find you, how to register, you know, what's that first step to go ahead and, and enter into this opportunity? Sure. Our application deadline for early admission is March 15th. So it's coming up quickly. You can go to the college's website at howardcc.edu slash Silas Craft. You can scroll down and you'll see the application to apply. And so hurry, get your applications in. We are eager to have students come and join us in the program. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. We do have another opportunity to support Silas Craft. Maybe somebody's listening and watching and saying, well, I've I'm already completed my, my career, but this sounds like a great career and I'd love to support it. We have one opportunity, at least one opportunity coming up for you to really support the Silas Craft program on March the 6th. Candace, please tell us about this annual tradition that it almost just feels like it's a college tradition at this point. It's not, you know, just Silas Craft. I think it has grown into our entire college community. So please invite everybody to our March 6th fundraiser. Absolutely. So on March 6th, we're having our annual Silas Craft Collegians Hunan Manor fundraiser event. And this is going to be virtual this year. And so how we've done it pretty much since COVID and so essentially from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. and from 4 p.m. until 6 p.m., folks who purchase tickets for Silas Craft bento boxes will be able to go to the Hunan Manor restaurant in Columbia and pick up their bento boxes. And at 6.30, we'll have a virtual program that will go live and it'll be sort of a pre-recorded event, really highlighting the program. We have a special award that we'll be giving out this year to one of our students a message from our president, Dr. Daryl Willis, and uh, just hearing more about the program. And so we're really, really excited about it. This fundraiser is how we raise money for scholarships for our students. This money allows us to ensure that our students do not incur student loan debt. 
We're very intentional about checking our students' accounts, making sure that students who have intentions of taking out loans were able to offset those costs and make sure that they don't incur that debt. And so these funds allow us to do that. It allows us to pay for students' books, you know, send our students to conferences or, or different field trips, these study abroad activities that we talked about. And so this is our premier fundraiser event, not just for our scholarships, but for our programming funds as well. So it's definitely something that our college community has been very invested in and supporting us. The program's been in existence since 2000. So, you know, this is definitely a longstanding tradition here at the college and way that folks can support our program. Angela, what makes this event special, unique, um, or what's your favorite part maybe about the event? Well, one of my favorite parts is the opportunity for our donors to make contact with our students. Since COVID, you know, we've not been able to have that really one-to-one contact, but our students are still going to be out there at this event, greeting our donors that are coming up to, to pick up their bento boxes. But this is an opportunity for our donors to meet the students, for our students to meet the donor, to really, you know, let them know how much we appreciate their support. Without this program, without the support of our donors, we would not be able to remove a lot of the barriers that are put in place for our students to get their education. And so the more barriers that we can remove, the greater the opportunities will be for our students. So that that really is what makes this a unique and special event because anyone who is donating and giving to to our program They're having a direct impact on removing those barriers for our students um, to move forward in their education. So you can help us remove those barriers. You can help us create opportunities for your students on March the 6th. Um, Candace, please share with us, where can we find details? Where can I find, you know, the menu items? Where can I, where can I purchase my, my box? And, you know, just yep. give us all of those notes and bolts details. Absolutely. So everything is online. You can visit www.howardcc.edu forward slash SCC at Hunan. I'll say that again, www.howardcc.edu forward slash SCC at Hunan. And all the details are right there on our website, information about the event and the program, uh, you know, the, the, link where you can purchase your tickets for your bento boxes. Uh, ticket sales do end on February 27th. So go ahead, lock that in now, purchase your tickets now. February 27th is when ticket sales will end. But you can also make a donation, right? So if maybe you aren't able to uh, make it to the dinner, um, to be able to purchase tickets, maybe you're not local, what have you, and you want to make a donation, you can certainly do that too. And so on that same website, there's a link where you can just make a donation. We also accept um, corporate sponsorships. So there's a number of different tiers for corporate sponsors who might be interested in investing in our program. So all the details are right there on our website. So lots of ways to support the Silas Craft Collegians program. If you're listening to this, you know, go check out the Hoon Manor fundraiser. You can get to dine and help our students and be in touch with our students as you're driving through and picking up your boxes. Or you can also, you know, make an impact in a different way. If, if the fundraiser, for whatever reason, does not work for you, 
there's opportunities. Um, connect with Candace, connect with um, Angela, talk to us and, you know, just let's continue to break those barriers. Like I, I love that, that Angela brought that up. Continue to break the barriers that may be stopping our students in their pathway to success. We are nearing the end of our show, but I have this segment and I love that we have all three of us on the screen. So um, let's stay with that for our control back there because I'm going to do what's called the fast five. And I'm going to ask you each a question and just answer with, you know, that first quick answer that comes to your mind. And we're going to go Candace first and Angela second. Um, so if you guys are ready and you will humor me with this, it's not going to be anything complicated. But the first question that I have is actually, what's your favorite Hunanmenor dish? That's actually a great question. The very first time that I had sushi was at this Hunan Manor dinner, actually. So my first Hunan Manor was uh, actually during COVID and I got one of the bento boxes and it was a shrimp tempura roll and I loved it. Mm. And so it's kind of been my, my thing ever <laughs> since. So now that's like my favorite Hunan Manor thing. <laughs> And for me, I think my favorite, all-time favorite, is their general soaked chicken. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. So two items right there that um, you guys should definitely check out at Hoonan Manor. All right. Now, we talked about, you know, main dish. We got to go to dessert. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, and we're not talking about Hoonan Manor, right? Not necessarily, no. Yeah. So my favorite, so my family is... Caribbean, my family's Jamaican. So my favorite ice cream flavor is grape nut. So I don't know how many folks have, out there have tried grape nut ice cream. If you have not had it, please, half your life is gone. You need to get it, okay? There's many tropical ice cream locations out there. Google it, I'm telling you, you'll thank me later. <laughs> and and, and I'm, a, I'm simple. I'm just a regular pralines and cream. That's my favorite, Haagen-Dazs to be exact. <laughs> I like how she says simple. I thought it was going to be vanilla or chocolate. And she's like, nope. <laughs> put, put, sprinkle some things on there. <laughs> All right. So what's the best book um, you guys have ever read? You know what? And I feel like it's been so long since I've read For Pleasure. Uh, what I will say is um, right now I've been reading Delivering on the Promise of High Impact Practices. And um, so that is really kind of focusing on the different programs that really exist and live within our division of learning engagement. And so I've been really into that, especially as it relates to all, all the things that we're working on here at the college and scaling and things like that. And so that right now has really kind of has me um, like been really invested into that um, as of late. Wow. I, 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 I'm in a book club, so I read a lot of books, but when you, th and I, I don't know if I, I necessarily have a favorite, but one that I refer to even when teaching is the autobiography of Frederick Douglass. And so that is one that stayed with me through the years. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. Best or worst advice that you've been ever given, either best or worst, you pick. Chris, you're killing me with these questions. <laughs> um, I think this were the hardest one, actually. <laughs> really? I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, you know what? I will cite. I will cite um, the craft 
family, right? Um, Dr. Craft, mm-hmm. Mrs. Craft, especially Mrs. Craft. Like her, if you look at some of her poetry, if you look at a lot of the texts, um, you know, she was an educator herself. Um, and so I think when I think about both of them, a lot of the messages and a lot of what they, that legacy is always about, you know, giving your best, you know, anything less than your best is not good enough. Right. And so I think when I think about our program and the legacy that they left behind, that's the thing that really sort of resonates with me. Uh, and I think for myself and I, something I, I, I share with my students often is just simply to be present, to be present. Don't think about what happened in the past. Be present. It's the best advice. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. All right. And the last one and the last one, hopefully it's not as hard, but um, if you could talk, if you could have a conversation with anyone present or past, who would that be? And I have it on here. What's that first question? Maybe you have a burning question that, that you want to ask them. So if you have it, great. If not, that's okay. Present or past. I'm, I'm going to stick on theme here. I mean, you know, just I've joined the Silas Craft Collegiate Program in 2019. Um, I've been at the college since 2011, um, but, you know, kind of since working with this program and, um, you know, working with our students, the, the legacy of the Kraft family, I just, if I had an opportunity to actually meet Dr. Kraft and, mm-hmm. you know, actually engage with him, hearing the stories that a lot of our community members, uh, you know, I shared an experience where um, we were at the movies and Angela can share, you know, they, I think, we were with a couple of students and Angela can tell the story about how there was a, a family or a couple that I think either were former students of Dr. Kraft and just the way that people kind of talk about him. I would just love to have been able to engage with him and, and you know, gather from his wisdom um, and maybe just his vision and thoughts about where where the program would be and kind of where we are now. Um, would love that. Yeah, Angela, I you- think I'm the same with Candace. Um, I would love to have had the opportunity to meet Dr. Kraft because like Candace said, a, a couple stopped the students and I at a, at a movie theater here in Columbia. They saw the students with sweatshirts on that had the name Silas Kraft on the back. They were former students of his from Blair High School. Um, wow. And so to have the opportunity to talk to them about the program and then for them to share their experience with him. Um, was just awesome and great for the students. The students still talk about it. They have not forgotten. You know, it really made it real for them that they are really representing um, a real legacy by being part of this program. That's beautiful. And I side with you guys that um, sometimes, sometimes we think about the big names that everybody knows, but how special would it be to just um, be able to talk to somebody who's made impact right here in our community um, and, and, and make that change for so many people that then have gone and expanded based on that example and made greater impact in other parts um, of community and world. So thank you both for, for, you know, for being part of that and allowing me to ask you those five questions. Um, we got to know and see a little bit more of you guys through that. And just to close our conversation is if there's anything else that you guys would like to just share, um, remind everybody where to find, you know, Silas Craft, where it can maybe connect with you personally. And, um, you know, Candace, we, we can start with you. And then Angela, if there's anything else you would like to add. 
Absolutely. So feel free to visit our website, uh, more information about our program, uh, a little bit about um, who we are, our bios as staff, information about the courses that students will take as a, as a student in our program. All of that is on our website, www.howardcc.edu forward slash Silas Craft, www.howardcc.edu forward slash Silas Craft. Check out our website. And we're also social now. We are on social media. Um, feel free to follow us on Instagram at HCC Silas Craft. Um, we're very excited to now have a social media presence. Um, you know, you can stay connected with us and what we have going on, get to see our student profiles and, and engage with us on, um, online on social media. So definitely check us out on Instagram um, and follow us uh, on, on online for sure. Candace covered it all. So definitely stop by and visit <laughs> us on social media, connect with us on social media and, yeah. and come to the college's website and you'll find all the information there. And the application, like I said, is open. So feel free to apply right. today. Yes. And seats are that's limited. Right, so. so that's another piece too, you know, for students to keep in mind, we, you know, we accept anywhere between 30 to 45 students in a cohort each year. And as we look to scale up our program, that's one of the things that, you know, with our, the college's new initiatives, we will be working on, but in its current state um, for this upcoming year, we're still looking for that traditional um, cohort size for the first year students of about 30 to 45. So seats are limited um, and we don't have enough seats to admit everybody. So students, we encourage you to get those applications in um, because once those seats are filled, that is it. So you want to apply early. Um, and it's a simple application online that you'll fill out. It, you know, you put your information in, um, identify two um, teachers or a counselor or someone to serve as a recommendation for you. You'll put those names in and our admissions team automate automatically sends out uh, a recommendation form that they'll fill out. And then there's an additional additional information form, excuse me, that you'll also fill out with just some answering some questions, letting us know a little bit more about you, um, really painting the full picture of your background um, as a student and what you're looking for. And so that'll really give us the full view of who you are um, in addition to your transcript. So all of that you'll fill out, it'll come to us, we'll review, um, but please apply, 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 apply. <laughs> Great opportunities coming up your way. March 6th, you can come and support, you know, and fundraise for the program. March 25 is the date that you 15. need to keep in mind. 15. 15. 15. Yes. 15 is the date that you need to keep in mind as the date to enroll. So come and be part of uh, Silas Craft. It's been a pleasure speaking with both of you guys this morning. Thank you for creating this opportunity. Angela, all of the quotes that you have in the back, I think, represent the heart of what you're doing, right? I, the one that, that sticks out to me is the one, maybe what you thought was the end, you know, because Candace spoke about how maybe you're coming from high school feeling like, I didn't do as great as I could do, or, you know, I, I want to go ahead and succeed. And maybe you're feeling like, okay, this is the end. Like I, I've reached, you know, that low point. Maybe that low point is really that beginning. It's really that step that's going to put you into that um, success that you have been looking for here in, in school, here in your education. And the Silas Craft Program may just be that right partner that can help you um, empower, that can empower you, that can help you find what it is that you're needing, right? To help you with those resources, with those opportunities, create that community uh, so that you can then excel in your education journey. So thank you ladies so much for being with me today. I really appreciate everything that you've said and, and the heart that you bring to the program. Thank, Thank you, you for you having so us. Much. 
Absolutely. And thank you, everybody, for listening, for watching, for sharing, for liking us on Facebook and Instagram, connecting with us, connecting with our college, and calling and registering for classes, and just being part of our community, supporting our programs through fundraising, um, participating, coming in and, you know, enjoying the galleries, coming in and doing our theaters, supporting our students when we have the recitals. There's so many ways you can be part of HCC. HowardCC.edu is where you can find all the opportunities for you to also be part of our family. Until next time, I am Cris Oviedo. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.